the glass half broken. Welcome to Wasted Potential Podcast for an episode of Glass Fully Shattered. I am Ronnie, your host, and with me, as always, my partner in crime, my best friend ever, and the number one Halo fan of all time, my dear friend, Shane. I just want to announce that I'm wearing a mask right now. Like, I'm wearing an actual Halo mask. You mean the helmet? Yeah, yeah, the helmet, of course. Yeah, see, I was I was wearing it because I'm a big Halo fan. Oh, well, I can tell you're a big Halo fan because you took the mask off. And obviously, you got to take the mask off if you're talking about Halo. If there's one thing that Master Chief, our borderline silent protagonist, does... It's constantly reveal his face and ass. That was my favorite parts of the Halo game growing up and involving the interactive shooter first person by killing aliens was constantly seeing my protagonist's face and ass because nothing is more important than seeing the face and the ass of your silent masked protagonist that you uh, is masked and assless so that you can put yourself into their shoes. All I can picture of is every time he reveals his butt. Remember when you'd shoot the aliens in Halo 1 and you go, Oh, 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 That was my favorite part is shooting uh, the aliens in the ass going, Ooga, booga, booga. <laughs> I, I, I remember shooting aliens. Do you remember shooting aliens? Because I don't think this show ever shot an alien. I don't think you know how the premise works, Shane. We're, we're talking about all the great things so oh, that Paramount Plus oh. doesn't cancel this podcast. I loved how everyone was represented in future fascist society. I love when my first-person shooters chastise the first-person shooter and don't do any first-person shooting. I love when all my heroes are fascists. I love that my moral compass is now an untrustworthy piece of shit who is working against me for some bullshit side plot for an evil scientist. I love rebel children. I love whiny teenage protagonists who have to fulfill the legacy of their fathers and then being told later that their father didn't have a good legacy. I love when they show the covenant. <laughs> oh wait, those two times? The two times they show the covenant was my fucking favorite. <laughs> I love that. But then you find out that the Covenant's being led by a teenage girl. Talk about whitewash, motherfuckers! Hate you! Kill you! Are we done? <laughs> Can we Did do we this? beat the bots? I, th I think we made a pass. I give Halo three thumbs up my ass. <laughs> okay. So, uh, if you don't get it, we're here to discuss the, uh, the new TV show from Paramount Plus called Hello. And we're... Gonna kind of dive into the first four episodes because at the time of recording this, only four have been released, and I'm gonna try to get this out as quickly as possible. But um, I have a challenge for you, Shane. I like giving you challenges because I know you can never actually like fulfill them. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of did our ass sucking for Paramount Plus in the beginning. That was totally not sarcastic at all. At all. But here's a challenge. Starting now at this timestamp, how long can we? objectively talk about this without getting into nerdy whining <sighs> i want to try to approach this for as long as possible we'll get to your because shane's got a tirade and questions and things I'll, we'll get to this in a little bit but i want to see how long we can just kind of focus as just a science fiction action tv show how does this kind of go and then 
there will be time to to bitch galore. Can you, what do you think? You think it's okay? Yeah, I'll try to approach this as if I'm understanding the plight of the writer's room. And then you can dive into your cocaine and then go on a fucking okay. like adrenaline rush rant. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So, why are we talking about Halo, Shane? We are talking about Halo because, first of all, Ronnie and I, I think I stayed in it a little bit longer, grew up as Halo fans, as most people our age did. We were there for the Xbox and all that. Um, We were also around when the fabled Peter Jackson Halo was supposed to happen. Later to become, (laughs) I think, Neil Blomkamp's Halo. And then that Halo got turned into District 9. (laughs) Uh, We were there for that. And we had given up hope that a live-action Halo would ever be made. And then our (laughs) heroes at Paramount Plus, on the heels of the success of Picard, (laughs) decided that they were going to make Halo. And um, I had heard rumors that it was bad. But like a hot stove, I had to... (laughs) I had to touch it myself. So how this came about for me was one night, um, I was definitely not intoxicated, but um, I was like, eh, my wife fell asleep. I'm going to watch Halo because maybe I'll fall asleep to this. So I was watching it and laughing for about half of it. I'm like, oh my God, I need to text Shane, which I think just funny enough, it's just if we actually just put up all of our text thread for this <laughs> would be pretty hilarious, but we yeah. also get in trouble. But, um, yeah. but it's it just like... I was telling Shane, it's unbelievably, like, funny. And then it gets really boring. So then I watched a couple episodes. Then since Shane, I don't know, like you said, I told you that the the paint on the walls wasn't dry, but you had to touch it. So you touched it, and then it just so happens I was, like, in a meeting, and I just got a plethora <laughs> fucking myriad of texts from Shane bitching. I'm like, okay, well, Shane's now full of firing on all cylinders. <laughs> So we got to talk about Halo. So then I finished episode four, and now we are here to discuss Halo. There's something out there just beyond our reach. It's like opening your eyes. For the first time, I've been living in the dark. You're going to have to fill me in because it was a battle to stay awake and to understand. I'd just wake up and the little Korean kid would be like, you don't get it. We have to rebel. And I'd be like, done. And I fall back asleep. <laughs> you pop in and out of consciousness. <laughs> Didn't miss a thing. Right, let's just, um, I guess, start from the beginning and kind of, because we'll, I think the first episode you could talk a lot about and mm-hmm. then the rest of it, it's kind of like Since, a, a blur to me. Well, they're all, the, the, there's the first episode, which is the best episode. It's and, called Contact. Yeah. And then there's, the other three, which are the same episode on repeat. Yeah, it's like a lot is divulged, but also nothing is divulged. <laughs> so let's start. So the first 10 minutes of this, I was actually kind of entertained. I was confused because in all honesty, I have played the campaign for Halo numerous times, but I have always skipped the cutscenes because the only cutscenes I've ever really cared about are the South Park video games and the Batman Arkham <laughs> games. But Halo, I'm just like, I just want to shoot aliens and like be really mad when I do legendary. So let's, let's well, I don't, I really couldn't tell you what the plot of Halo honestly is besides Covenant or the Catholic Church and they want to <laughs> find a super weapon to destroy stuff, right? 
that that's the gist. They're a religious cult that swallows up other alien races or well they either you join or die kind of thing and then yep. they take all their technology into their covenant and uh just basically move across the galaxy killing off races and scouring up resources and they have now moved into the solar system with the UNSC and have made contact with the human race so that's when we get our contact is we have what looks like um dystopian society i don't know what planet it was called and you have the um these kind of rebels who are complaining about the unsc unsc and they're talking about almost in like a, a folktale like these spartans they're not human and, and you can't trust them so i was like something feels wrong here i don't know what's wrong but something doesn't feel right but i'm trying to be objective i was like okay so just thinking why why is he scottish <laughs> why is he scottish why are they Korean, why is half of them Middle Eastern? I guess in the, the future, everyone is very diverse, but instead of like everyone kind of melding to the same ethnicity, like that would make sense, like evolutionarily, because we all are intermingling and, you know, marrying. In the future, everyone but black people are rebels, and then the fascists are white and black people. Except for the one rebel, Soren, but we'll get to him in later. But so, but he was, a, he was a fascist. He was a fascist, but then he was like, I'm woke. And then he stopped being a fascist. Okay. So then they're talking about the uh, this um, fascist, mil very militant government saying how bad they are. They're trying to rebel against them. And then knock, knock, motherfucker. Who's at the door? Shane? <sighs> so it's actually the Covenant, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the covenant look really, really good. So it's a, it's a bunch of elites and it's like, I guess a scouting party or something. And basically they follow these children. Best part of this series by far them just murdering and blowing children apart. Also starts a trend of the covenants weapons are super explosive until they're not, <laughs> but they chase these kids back to the outpost, break into the outpost, uh, murder everyone inside. And that is when our protagonist we'll get there in a second <laughs> okay so there's like criticism of the elites online i actually like them i think they look really good i i, I think for what they look at they definitely look alien but they're bipedal still so you can kind of like you understand like they can they work together and they're and they're intimidating as shit yeah they're big and bulky and I love how people just blow the fuck up. Like, they murder these, like, high teenagers out there. It's almost like Jason Voorhees. Like, you get high, you're going to die. <laughs> That's right. Type of thing. And, like, and they just, like, obliterate them. It's super graphic. It's like, oh, cool. This is kind of exciting. And bullets only work against them if the Spartans shoot at them. Yeah, well. That's the key. <laughs> well. But even if a Spartan uses the weapons that the rebels were using a second ago, mm -hmm. now it works. I think it's, like, Death Star rules. <laughs> There's like specific little kill points that they have to shoot that only Master Chief and, and Co. can do. It's so bad. But I liked about that was like their weapons are completely useless. The Covenant is so advanced that they are shit out of luck, which we'll get into our gripes later. So, yeah. but, but then, as you said, then from the sky falls these angels. What are these angels, Shane? They are our, once again, protagonists? <laughs> uh spartans um the spartans you would recognize them as master chief and friends i'm gonna preface this now if you read the books or played any of the games past four i think i played a little bit of four i don't know who the fuck these people are um you may <laughs> know who they are i they 
they're the most boringest things on the planet. But okay, so they they show up. So apparently, there's some sort of team that Master Chief's in charge of, and they just start murdering uh, all the elites with kung fu and uh, pistols. And just to clarify, they are also saving the rebels. Yes, saving. They are they are trying to save all the humans here actively. And the Scottish guy goes, let's help them out. Mm-hmm. And then there's even a scene when um, the rebel leader kind of gives Master Chief like a like a you know like a like a, a head nod, kind of like a what's yeah. up? Okay, thank you. Kind of like kind of like okay, I respect you for being here. I don't like you, but thank you for being here, type of thing. And then they murder them all except for one. I think they said, but it doesn't make sense later in episode four. They're not all dead, but at this point, we're thinking the this entire little compound is entirely killed. Besides, oh yeah, they said one survivor. But apparently there was a ton of survivors. Maybe this is a different outpost. Maybe like this is an outpost before the actual city, but whatever. Or maybe the writer's room is full of baboons. <laughs> it's just us. <laughs> I mean, I mean, our overlords are beautiful and definitely not unevolved like primates. Suck um, my cock, Paramount. <laughs> suck All it right. gently and lovingly. Yeah. Um, so uh, so the next is, obviously we know what's going to happen. This one rebel says, take me with you because you left. Oh, no, I'm, I skipped a whole like chapter there. Oh, there's the cave because uh, there has to be a red herring. There's the MacGuffin. There's the MacGuffin. There, oh, yeah, MacGuffin. There has to be a MacGuffin we're chasing. Um, there's a cave that they're like moving out in the knot california hills and um, <laughs> clarified so the covenant come down looking for something not just to murder like a right not just to murder like a, a diverse fort full of people they're looking for something in this cave so the spartans see it and they go in to investigate um in this cave we get kind of another little cool nod where the elite goes invisible when it's convenient for the plot not all the time yes yes why wouldn't they always be invisible but it, okay well, um so we go into the cave and in this cave, there's like some weird technology, and uh, there's a cube or something, like a little triangle thingy. It's a Kingdom Hearts and, king hole, a keyhole. Yes, a Kingdom Hearts keyhole, and not Sora, Chief, um, <laughs> touches it, and what's wrong, Master Chief? You turned off your targeting computer, it happens. <laughs> and um, and the Force touches Master Chief and, and gives him a, a flash of memories, which immediately is the beginning of the end of this entire series. Um, stay objective. So stay objective. The, stay on target. The, stay on target. The the Doom guy now remembers his mom and dad. <laughs> Doom Slayer. <laughs> like, let's remember that that's who Master Chief was. When, when that character was created, he was an homage to Doom guy. Um, so then that happens while this is all happening up in space. I'm guessing, is it a planet or is it like some kind of starship? I don't remember. Is it at reach or yeah, it's reach. You're right. In the halo lore is a purely military planet. It is like their big military hub, not whatever the fuck it is in this. So from this, um, this planet of reach, um, this scientist named Halsey, who's in charge of the Spartan program. She's so hot. I think she's from Species. But yeah, she looks very familiar. I think she's from Species. I, I, didn't, do, I didn't do any 
any fucking research on this because um, I figured you had enough for all of this. But the point being is... It all doesn't matter. So Halsey tells them... Um, I keep thinking of the singer. Um, so Halsey <laughs> tells them that, um, hey, uh, look at that thing. What's going on? And then she's a scientist whose main focus and kind of whole thing is we got to defeat the Covenant. Spartans are the only way to do this. Oh, shiny thing. Bring that to me now. Yeah. Because yeah. they think that the Covenant one, it's got to be important. So the, the whole... M- mystery i say with so many fucking air quotes that hurts my fucking fingers that like th- they gotta solve what this is because the covenant want it and, then and the remember episode... your your statement earlier the spartans are the only thing that has had success against the covenant remember this <laughs> yes um so then i don't remember if master chief intentionally picks up the main uh, tween girl, or does yeah, she Yeah, he says, I'm going to go alone. You guys take the Phantom or something. And they're like, this is against protocol. And he goes, I am the protocol. And then... <laughs> <laughs> so then he sticks around to do something. Is it going to take her? Is that what it is? He just takes her. Because she's, like, unconscious or something? No, she's running around, and she yells at him saying, you can't leave me here. And then, and then he goes, okay. And she goes, you kidnapped me from that planet. No, she goes with him, and then she's upset. I don't fucking remember now. It's so stupid. Like it, she goes with him. Yeah, whether against her or with her will, she goes with him, and that's the end of episode one, I think. Yeah. And the only thing that's even remotely maybe relevant is there's a constant bickering amongst different leaders at Reach. There's this one head of something who's like, the Spartans shouldn't be trusted. But Halsey's like, this is the only thing that works. So then there's like this shadow government of, I guess it's like different science or military departments are kind of battling it out for, you shouldn't use the Spartans, but they're on their only hope. But we don't trust those Spartans. Well, trust me, I got them under control. That one's not under control. Ah, uh, but I have this clone that becomes AI that will keep it under control. Yeah, we'll use it later. I just like how she's like, I'll shut your funding down. And I'm like, you're going to shut down the only program that has so far done anything against the genocidal aliens <laughs> that you're facing. And oh, No, no, she goes, they're already looking to cut your funding. And I was like, the space Nazis <laughs> are looking to cut the funding of their super soldier program? <laughs> like, What? Yes. <laughs> which, ties, which ties into other things that are giving Shane an aneurysm. Why would military funding be even a question? We have a war in the Ukraine. No U.S. soldiers are involved. No U.S. assets are involved. Yet we raised our military spending because of it. What makes you think that we wouldn't raise our military spending to fight genocidal aliens? Your rage blinds you. Rage is all I have left. To add on to the insult to injury, the re- the rebels are mad about the mi- mi- like a very militaristic kind of you follow us, otherwise you get um, put into slavery, maybe, or you get you put bad regulations on. We don't really know for sure, but we know they're bad because the people say they're bad. Rebels good, UNSD bad. So. The frustrating part is when you have the first... No white people in the rebels, white people in the bad. There might be a, a honky or two. I don't remember. There might be one. <laughs> There's a couple honkies. A couple crackers. Um, but isn't isn't the rebel leader 
um, that takes over. He's a honky and he's bad. Oh, uh, you're right. You're right. Honky bad. Honky bad. <laughs> Honkies are bad. Okay. okay continue. <laughs> so, um, so the, the, the other tension is, this kind of goes in episode two, I think, which is called. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> the rebel leader's daughter is the only one left. And she says, how could you be a Spartan murderer? And how could you treat this like this? Because rebels are, we forgot the whole part where they bring him. Oh my God. They bring him back to the reach already. This is such a long episode. And and she explains how Master Chief killed her mom. Oh my god, I forgot about this. There's so at the much at the rebel meeting at the 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 annual rebel convention. Yes. So so <laughs> our main protagonist that we don't really know anything about, we just know that he's a Spartan. And if you're a Halo nerd, you know that's the good guy. So then, immediately at the end of our first episode, this young rebel tween tells our main protagonist, "You're a murderer." You're a, a mindless drone just following orders. How could you kill my mother? Right. So now our and main then, character. And this is when the, the chief starts to like, oh, oh, yeah, I may be bad. So then the entire time Halsey can monitor him because they have complete control over him or so they think or at least can see what they're doing. Except when they, except when the plot needs them not to have complete control. Exactly. I can see what you're seeing except when I don't see it. But, um. So then, yeah. um, so then, so they, they order Master Chief to kill this rebel, and then he right. doesn't. They force him to come back to Reach. He takes off his motherfucking helmet to show his fucked up face, and then this was where I wanted to turn off because I was like, the Master Chief and everything has never pulled off his helmet. We as the audience or the game players know that he has a face. Obviously, <laughs> this. It, the, the point is, is the Master Chief is a character, like in most first-person shooters, that you inhabit. He is a character that you feel you live through his experiences. He's not someone that you, you view as a full character. He's part of you. You are him. And that is why his helmet never comes off. Because he is kind of, as a character, a wet blanket. Like, he just he isn't. Because... The whole universe around him is so crazy and stuff that he just is the guy that's like, give me a gun and let me solve the problem. Yeah. And, he, and that's cool because it was a game. Yes. <laughs> so for this one, this is where this is so hard with this TV show is what do you do with Master Chief? Because he can't be a mindless tool to be used, but then... If you give him a gray area, then then he can't. Then he, he has to second guess every action he does. I will tell you how you'd solve this. At least in the first season, there are so many characters in Halo, and it is a very large world. The Master Chief cannot be the guy that carries the entire season, right? You can't just have a guy who doesn't take his helmet off and just grunts and nods and gives a couple of words to be the main character, right? Mm -hmm. there, has to be, there has to be characters, some other people. You take Captain Keys, or Admiral Keys, I think he's a captain at this time, um, and you make him the other character we follow. So he is your human with a face. He gives you insight into the war effort. He gives you insight into the political background. He gives you access to all the other things of the UNSC. And then we follow Chief when there is 
one-on-one stories with him and Cortana, like little adventures, and when we need very big action scenes. And and at the very end of the season, they come together onto the Pillar of Autumn to obviously go off to the ring where all the nerds can go, oh, I know where this is going! Mm-hmm. That's how you do the first season. Instead, we got fucking hashtag not my admiral. <laughs> like, I miss my mom and dad. I used to have a dog. Whatever the fuck this is. And you just you have to accept that Master Chief is not going to be a sex symbol. <laughs> like, <laughs> God. The only other way I could see of fixing this, well, that, you can't fix it now, but like of introducing this would be it's like fucked. it would be like the 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 Judge Dread thing, where it's like yes, where it's like you have Dread, he's a maskless, powerful weapon, and then you have the sidekick who is our conduit. We relate to that person who kind of is reporting. So maybe like this is the beginning yeah. of the Spartan program. Spartans are called out to this meeting, but UNSC wants one of their own soldiers on the ground too to kind of monitor it because they're testing out this new Spartan program. Mm-hmm. And then the covenant comes in and then we get introduced to it. So then, so then we experience the emotions from the, the side character and Master Chief does all the badass things with the help of Cortana. And then our character gets kidnapped. So then uh, Master Chief and Cortana have to solve their way to save this person because it's not because Master Chief cares about her. It's because it's his mission to do this and under the way she solves what the covenant wants. And the master chief is the tool used to save the day. Maybe. Yeah. I even thought that you could have another soldier, like even another Spartan. Cause it's not revealed that Spartans don't take their helmets off. It's just a master chief thing. So why don't we follow the story of another Spartan who is, is working and like either gets attached with the master chief or is going after the master chief. Like, you know, like, I, I think this even was a plot line in one of the games. Probably not a very good one because they just always managed to fuck it up. <laughs> but, like, they they totally forgot what Halo's about. Humanity on its last leg fighting against an overpowering alien force and overcoming it. Like, when in the Halo games is the UNSC the villains? This is like playing Call of Duty and and you're storming the beaches of Normandy, but your character's like... Oh man, you know I was really thinking about the civil rights movement as I was storming the beaches of Normandy. It's like no, like when you're in this war, it's very black and white. We're good, they're bad, and that's how a good war story gets told. Like if you take in all the other things, it comes so convoluted and like the fuck. <laughs> and yeah, like obviously there's other things, but like Halo's not the vehicle to push your let women vote agenda do <laughs> you know what i mean like equal pay for all that's probably not halo's probably not the vehicle for this <laughs> it's def- like... it's definitely not and like i understand why they do this because nowadays everything has to kind of have a, <sighs> a i say deeper and by deeper i mean fucking shallow but to them it's a deeper message of like oh the the moralities of these things it's like no after the war, you can go back and decide whether or not it's important right. to have the rebels. But the, the entire in season focus two, is, we can have a rebel faction. Sure, why not? But it, having them there takes away from the main plot, and unfortunately, the main plot is dog shit because 
<laughs> all we for some reason the mystery is what is master chief's backstory because we figure out and which i don't even know if this is like canon so please tell me if this is correct or not because i don't remember Fuck nothing i know i don't remember anything but the idea is that they the, the horrifying thing is they, they take young kids they um they cut off their dicks and like put a plug up their vaginas and like and like kill their hormones all like the giver and then they make them mm-hmm. just tools. I was getting Starship Trooper vibes. Right. That's a fun movie. And yes. This one's boring as shit. <laughs> but like, and then after this grueling process, only four survive. And then those are the four that become the Spartans. So they have no emotion. They're just tools. They don't think. They just react and have a mission. We do the mission. We come back home. But for some reason, Master Chief, a.k.a. John, a.k.a. Ruiner My Childhood, is basically just... <laughs> He's there to feel conflicted and to violate orders during a goddamn most difficult war that humanity has ever experienced. It's like they wanted to make another Bourne movie. He's like slowly becoming Jason Bourne, I guess. Yeah, so, so, and like the reveal is like they kidnapped the children. Okay. A little bit me is like, um, there's genocidal aliens that are coming for us all. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll answer for those sins later. Like I, my question is why there won't be any children? Why to does kidnap. it have and to be yeah, like this? Halsey clones herself. She, they're like, we're shutting down your cloning program. Well, wow, we wouldn't have to steal children if we can make mega clones. Fucking go full like, blown like attack of the clones. Get your fucking clones out there. They can die by the dozen, and no one's gonna give a shit until Star Trek comes in and goes. Clones have rights too. Fuck you, clones. What else are you willing to sacrifice? Everything. What's the point in saving humanity if we're going to give up our own? Fuck you, clones. Yeah, I... This this whole thing. And, like, why did they have to be children? I Maybe... Okay, we'll give them that they had to be children because of the growth hormones they give them and stuff. Once again, maybe the origins, even if they're dark origins for Master Chief and the Spartans, gets tackled in Season 2 or 3 this is not a season one thing. Season one should have been basically Superman. Where it's like, oh, thank God the Spartans are here. I think it's because they wanted to expand this for, I'm guessing, nine episodes. They just wanted to add more shit to kind of keep us subscribed to Paramount Plus. Because they don't really care about telling a cohesive story. Oh, God, I realize what's going on now. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's... Even with this convoluted storyline, it okay. Let's say it kind of holds together when we're following the Spartans, Halsey, and the UNSC, and the Covenant, somewhat. Where where the thread frays and lights on fire and fucking crashes this seven forty seven is Quan. <laughs> okay, just just to she say personally, breaks this everything. This is a gripe that we. In general, just have I'm I'm not a we are not against protagonists protagonists that have a cause and want to fight for that cause, but in this particular I love V for Vendetta for this particular <laughs> for this particular story. This character is grating and is constantly just putting everyone else in danger because. Imagine watching Independence Day, but Will Smith wants to actively work against us surviving the aliens. So <laughs> like confusing. You're, you're like, why? Why are you against us fighting the aliens? 
I just don't get what she's going to do. I, I, I just, I, I know what she wants to do. Her character arc is, I want to fulfill my father's legacy and rebel against the UNSC. I tell them to go fuck themselves right. to get our independence. I understand that. My problem is, why is it now? And why is it in spite of the human survival? Like, she's seen the Covenant, and she doesn't give a flying fuck. Like, the Covenant killed her dad. The UNSC didn't kill her dad. The Covenant murdered him. Like, wouldn't you think her vendetta would be, I'm going to destroy the Covenant because they killed my dad? Yeah, and then... Jumping ahead, she her decisions to just go back to do this rebellion puts all the other characters that are involved in her rebellion plot and then also Soren just in danger just because they have to have this rebel against this because I feel like every story written by terrible sci-fi writers has to have rebellion. We gotta say bad, because government's bad, fascism bad. We have to put this in every fucking thing we do. Otherwise, how do you know that we care about liberty? Why can't the UNSC, like old Star Trek, just be kind of a beacon of hope? And humans have been expanding, we've been getting bigger and better, and then we ran up against these aliens that are destructor aliens, and now the human race faces this big crisis. Why could that not be the story? Like, Star Trek was all inclusive. You could still hit your moral beats that Paramount Plus seems to be obsessed with and fight the aliens. And and everyone acts like Halo was just not this inclusive thing. Like, it had Hispanic people. It had... God, the goddamn sergeant was black. Like, he's like a key character. The Arbiter is voiced like, by the, like, the blackest actor ever. <laughs> what would you have your Arbiter do? There are things about Halo... Even the Hierarchs do not understand. Kill me or release me, Parasite. But do not waste my time with talk. It's not like it, we're doing this game that was like, Ugh, that was a little problematic. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, Halo was not offensive to anybody. Uh, well, I'm sure someone was offended by it, but I, I don't really know because it's a fucking video game. So it, it's, these are impossible to adapt. They're just They're just not easy to adapt at all. And I think they did it wrong. They tried to make it a humanity story, but <sighs> but for I don't know. Are we just too not objective to this? Is it is it because we cared so much about the Halo story? Because this show sucks. Period. It, like even if it wasn't Halo, if it was named like Spaceman, it it would still suck <laughs> ass. I'd be like, because like even if I didn't have all the little video game isms, it would still be a made-for-TV stupid shit. Like, I think I put in my notes, this looks like CSI Halo. Like, it, it has the same look, has the same acting level. Like, it's just it's just shit. They took the same TV writers that sunk CBS and all that and put them in a writing room to make a high-budget film. Like, it's it's garbage. Yeah, and it's, and it's boring. And I don't think it's boring because it's all just talking some of my favorite movies are talking. I don't even like. I don't even like action. I res- action scenes don't move the plot along, but it's not the plot. There is nothing going on here of any interest, really. Because then, I guess we'll jump into season, the episode two really quickly. Um, yeah, let's, let's review it. We get backstory of an old Spartan who, um, what's the Soren? A, who goes AWOL, right? That's the, 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 the right. military term. 
he leaves as a child with his child Spartan armor, and it grows with him. Luckily, it's kind of like the uh, it's kind of like <laughs> Doctor Hyde's hat, <laughs> or sorry, Mister Hyde's hat. So um, yeah. So so basically, Master Chief remembers where his buddy Soren is at, but even though I guarantee an AWOL deserter would have been shot and killed by the UNSC because if they're willing to put people like, you know, in some kind of, I still even know what they did wrong to the rebels. They're just bad. But if, <laughs> if they're willing to control all of the galaxy during a, a military crisis, I'm sure they're going to fucking kill a deserter. They'll find him and kill him. But right. she finds him no big deal. Smoke him with a missile. Yeah, and then they go to some kind of garbage fucking planet where it's some kind of bullshit, like, communist thing, right? Where, where like, doesn't Soren say, everyone takes what they need to and does what they want to? There's no laws here. I'm like, um, if you have a bunch of outlaws anywhere without rules, no matter what kind of bullshit hippie things you think you're doing, this is going to become absolute chaos and everyone's going to get raped and murdered. Soren has raped and murdered someone there, his wife, for sure. His wife was not consensual. No. She looks very scared. He's a clone super soldier. He's raped and murdered someone. Yeah. And um, so somehow he finds his own little crater in the moon, which doesn't make any fucking sense to me of how you can actually get oxygen through those. But whatever. There's a big hole in it. So then so then he takes the girl there because Soren will watch him because he's Master Chief's little bitch for some reason. And then Soren tells him there's this crazy guy locked up in a cage with no locks on it that will tell you what this fucking keyhole means. And then we, and we, then we get the most original perfect plot point ever penned in cinematic sci-fi history shane i'm realizing i slept through everything you just oh i'm sorry i was i was trying I to slept through all this but but shane what do we figure out about master chief i don't know i slept what what did we figure about john he's our only hope for humanity oh he's the chosen one this gets reiterated in episode three and episode four but shane did you know that Spartan 117 is the only hope for the human race. Right, because they had to go with the Chosen One plot. They couldn't just be like, he like Die Hard. He's the right guy at the right time in the right place. No, nope. he's the right nope. guy at the wrong place at the wrong time, and then he fucking oh, yeah. puts his fucking bolt, bootstraps up and fucking does it because he's the only one just, who can. Yeah, because he's capable and he can. Nope. It's uh, some sort of fate or destiny or, or like why it's it's got to be just a lazy writing trope. Writers do this all the time. They go like the, the, they go with the chosen one or the fate or destiny. Like why? Why do they do that? Because the original Halo story in the game is a ship is attacked by the Covenant and it crashes on a ring world that no one knows where they are. Then the chief and a few survivors do a guerrilla war to try and get off the ring. Right guy at the wrong place at the wrong time. Has nothing else matters. It is purely him surviving and fighting. That was what Halo was. Now it's like the no one else but you. Why not a hundred of the other Spartans? Apparently there was 116 other Spartans before him. And this kind of develops over episodes three and four where it's like it just dives deeper into John's special because John can predict that coin flips. And John has memories. And when mm. John touches the keyhole, it gives him orgasmic memories from his childhood. It's just there's not really a reason. It just it is what it is because I'm guessing the writers don't have a reason yet. They're kind of 
doing the lost thing, dragging us along until they find some bullshit reason. Which I'm guaranteed we should actually make predictions. I guarantee mm. he's part covenant. It's gonna be some kind of bullshit like he's some special alien covenant oh, child from Jesus. Oh, because there already is a human that the covenant apparently worship or something. Yeah, that that fuck that doesn't make any sense to me. What the fuck is she all about? Why is she there? Is it because we just didn't want to show the covenant a lot? So they're like, oh, let's just get a human. That way we can cut out some of the CGI. Oh, you oh you don't remember what the, what they did? Oh, like plot wise, I know what they did. Do you remember what they did plot wise? She's the covenant's version of John. Yes, they. She was on another fucking trash planet. How many fucking trash plants are there? Probably a lot. In a the, lot in of the, trash. A lot of trash plants. Honestly, <laughs> there's a lot of trash out there. But we saved the whales, but we killed the space whales. Yeah, uh, reference <laughs> to Star Trek. Um, so, so, so this girl is trying to fuck this boy on a trash planet. I mean, girl, I mean like a little 12 year old girl trying to kiss or something. It's really weird. And then mm-hmm. the elites land on there and they go, hold on. After the fascists chase them with shock sticks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh God. So the fascists so are there. The are the good guys. Then the real fascists, uh, greatest <laughs> Jesus freaks come on there and they say, don't kill this one. She's the special one. Cause they have like. EKG meters and can tell that she's part of a ghost or some bullshit or, or she's got the Dude, Jesus. I don't fucking know. She has the Holy Spirit. She has the Holy Spirit in her. Okay. So yes. they basically pick her and she becomes the. But, but what, it, what is she to them? Like they call her like the blessed one or something. Okay. She's like, you're the blessed one. And she's like. So the Phantom Menace aliens just randomly pick some white bitch to be their blessed one because she has enough midichlorians? Yes, and they're racist. Ah, uh, and they're racist, of course, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so then that's a whole plot, and that side plot is just, we're going to destroy the UN and UNSC, goddamn acronyms. Destroy them from the inside out because she wants John. I need the, what do they call him? What's the, what's the covenant name for John? <laughs> the demon, right? Yeah, demon. I love it. They call him the demon, which is kind of great. They have they have ancient religious, which I can buy. You know what? If if they want to use religious terms that we recognize, I don't give a fuck. Like no, the the covenant. Besides this weird whitewashing white bitch, they they stick to script. We yeah. have a religion, and and if you don't convert, we're gonna kill you all. I can get it. Yeah, they're part of the great journey, which requires. It's just a big crusade. It's basically a big Catholic I'm crusade. O- I'm okay with that because I swear to fucking Christ. I I swear to God. Next season, they're going to bring in the Arbiter, and the Arbiter is going to have... The Arbiter is... Okay, so, oh, yeah. So, fuck. I can't. I just can't yet. I'm, I'm, getting too div- I'm getting too many fucking strings. They're pulling me. Your rage is all I have left. So she's reading She's reading Dante's Inferno <laughs> or, or something. Yeah, she's reading some kind of English thing, uh, some human... Literature, goddamn dog. Shut the fuck up, Harley, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she's reading Oliver Twist. Because she's an orphan and trash. And uh, and basically, they're taken up. She's the chosen one, and her job is to get John to add another fucking side plot because we don't have enough bullshit going on here. Right. Um. And then meanwhile... Um, yeah, yeah, she's after something. Yeah, yeah Cortana. Cortana. Cortana's a huge thing. And she should um, be. Like, yes. I, I don't actually have, I, she's one of the better parts of the show. I hate what they fucking did to her, but I, oh, yeah. I like it's, this is the nerd. This is the nostalgia nerd coming out. At least in me, I can't speak for you. I loved Cortana. Cortana is such an important part to Halo because she's the Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. She's your guide. 
She's your guide. She has emotions, but she also saves John's ass. She is an equal to John, which... And she is critical to giving John character. He is an emotionless murder machine. But when he finds himself alone, the voice in his head that guides him everywhere is his friend. Cortana is his friend, which is unlike any other Spartan because they don't have friends. They don't give a shit. But mm-hmm. it makes she makes him human. And that yep. is where you can build your John character. Not yes. his lost, forgotten parents and dog. I just don't get why. Why I, like why when you have an established plot line and you have characters that fulfill the the roles that you're trying to refill with someone else, why are you bothering? And I'm pretty sure if we're gonna stick to canon or lore. He doesn't meet Cortana until he's on the Pillar of Autumn about to crash because she is the AI for the ship Pillar of Autumn. She's just a... For, uh, the nerds can come after me, I'm sure. There's some, like, like after the game's seventh book, you know, thing where it's like, well, actually, Cortana was the chosen AI to evolve above all AIs. And that's how... No. She <laughs> was the ship's AI on the Pillar of Autumn. And Captain Keys goes, you know, it's protocol 77 blah, 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 that no shipboard AI can be captured by the Covenant because they'll find Earth. So they give him to Master Chief, and he puts her in his head begrudgingly. He doesn't even want to, to, to do his fucking mission like a good soldier because that's what he is. And then it, be, it goes from there. She wasn't, like, made to control John. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's what really upsets me is, is I think this is episode three. Halsey finally gets the clones to turn on in two. And in three, we get Cortana is an AI whose sole mission is to keep John aligned and to watch him to report back to Halsey as a secret, like, spy. <sighs> and it entirely makes me hate this because it's like, but now at some point, John is going to figure out that Cortana's mission is to spy. Mm-hmm. And it's going to have that awkward severance of, oh, I can't trust you anymore. And then she has to rebuild that trust. It's like, why the fuck are you doing this? And Just... that's that's the worst part, because now we have to trust this actor whose face we see. And he's a terrible actor. And he's going to have to give us emotion. <laughs> yeah, and I... This is like nostalgia, because I have no nostalgia, but I like Cortana. And I like her in this because she's trying so hard to help, be helpful to John. She's like a an Alexa or a Siri that's just there to be supportive, really. But yeah. she's deeper than that because she has, she's like built in with the emotions to kind of be funny and kind of raise up like John's spirits to keep him kind of, you know, keep going and help him out. And instead it's just like, she's like grimacing constantly going, Oh, I'm sorry that I'm helping John. I shouldn't be, but I should be helping John. And her <sighs> first line are, why, why aren't I the one controlling the Spartan? Because you made me to be in full control. I'm like, oh, cool. So at some point, we're going to get Katana's going to be in charge of John and just ruin everything. I hate this. <laughs> I hate this so much. Episode three, something happens. He digs up a box. Or is that in episode four? That's four. Apparently, as a kid, which is even worse, he's interacted with this ancient device before yeah he 
He saw it in a dream because he's some kind of like um, <sighs> psychic prophet or some bullshit. Oh my god! This is okay. a hate. This is a show about aliens and the human race fighting, and we're doing this. Like, there's so many simple paths. They could have made it such a badass, like fun thing, but they got up their own asses so hard. Well, fuck do I say from there? Um, okay. Um, the fuck. Uh, I guess the last question is: Can we fucking fix this? Is is there any way to reroute this? Is there any chance that Paramount Plus can fucking fix this by the end of this first season? Okay, so let's approach it like this: Episodes one through four are made and they're done. Like we can't we can't change those, but can we can we fix it from here? Well, we know. I want to I want to look like. Do you think they? can fix it just from the trajectory they're going oh no oh no they 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 made season two picard man <laughs> they're they're going it's the same people man like it's we're fucked this thing's only gonna get deeper and deeper into fucking nonsense like there's gonna be angels there's gonna be literal angels well, well i'm they, telling they, you they have religious zealots so whatever i can i can i can, I can by they have some kind of thing like that um they're gonna go full jason Bourne. chief's gonna start like blowing up the unsc no there's no way he's gonna go that far because he's gonna be you kidnapped me as a child no, he's, he's gonna go rogue and then and then he's gonna kind of follow the un uh unsc's mission but then at the end of the season he'll be like i'm not lo- i'm no longer doing this i'm going on my own and then he'll have to get pulled back to to solve another covenant problem. That's 100 percent where it is. He'll he'll do this mission, but but don't bother calling me in the morning afterwards, <laughs> type of thing. And and um his Spartan friends will follow him because for some reason they don't view him as their squad leader. They view him as Jesus. No, I think the one red haired bitch is gonna follow him, and then the other two will stick around because there's no way the UNSC cannot not have like um Spartans on their side. Have we even talked about Miranda Keys and what the hell she does? Because I thought she was a ship captain. I thought that was her thing is like she's a fleet commander or, you know, like a young officer in the fleet because she's her father is an admiral a, a renowned war hero. But instead, she's some sort of intelligence scientist. Oh, she, is she like the young black girl? Yes. So isn't. So in the in the story in the in the in the wonderful TV show we're watching, she's the daughter of Halsey. No 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 no. Miranda yeah. Keys, her and, and Keys, she's Halsey's her mom. Yeah, she's uh, she says my mom has never cared about anything human. She wants things only lo- like logistically. Oh my sweet dick on a stick. Oh, you don't remember that? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh uh, my her, god. Yeah, her her dad's the admiral, but her mom oh is Halsey. Oh my god! Oh, you don't remember that? That's hilarious. I love that you didn't know that. I quit. <laughs> I okay. quit. Don't watch Halo. That's all, folks. The only question is: Do you think we'll get the flood this season or no? No, no. That that's the only thing that could save this season is if the flood just starts eating everyone, and they won't. But that won't even like. Save it because the rebels only care about rebelling and they don't care about humanity. They care about their only small planet of Tatooine. They don't give a fuck about anything else. 
Yeah, they're they're extraordinarily selfish. Um. So so they only show us what we won't get the flood this season. We'll okay. get a reference to the flood, like the the second, you know, Kingdom Hearts key will <laughs> will reveal like an like a a vision of the flood or something like that. Remind me, is the flood like a weapon that the Covenant tried to use and didn't? Or no, what? the flood. So there's three races: humans, forerunners, and the Covenant. The Covenant believed that the forerunners were like basically Jesus people, like they were ancient, you know, and they kind of worshipped their technology and they think they were prophetic. The forerunners were an advanced race that created the flood as a bioweapon that turned on them. Kind of like Prometheus. So then they created the Halo Rings to kill all organic life because that's how the Flood survive is by infecting organic life. Oh. So the Forerunners basically made the rings so that they could nuke all organic life. The Covenant don't know this. They think that by activating the ring, they will activate the Great Journey. Okay. See, I have literally played the campaign for the first Halo like 10 times. And I don't know any of this shit. I just like to shoot aliens <laughs> and scream and run away from the flood. That was like some of my favorite times us growing up was us playing like co-op, screaming at each other, saying, you fucking idiot, don't flip the warthog and then run from the flood. Watch the goddamn corner. <laughs> <laughs> Those are just some great times. And now we have this halo to bond on. And I, I know that some people... Of our five people that listen to this, you may well in Halo Four and Five this is explained, like the forerunners and Halo me and Chief meets a forerunner and he and it, like, fuck you. Oh, I don't care about that. Just fuck I, you. I don't give a fuck about the like I the, the the thing is is I blame Paramount Plus a lot for this piece of shit because they made it. This is their baby, but I blame Halo nerds and Star Wars nerds and Trekkie nerds more because. They paint these studios into a corner. Like, they're part of the issue on why these shows suck. Because they they hold these studios to such, like, well, the lore says. Well, even if the lore is dumb. I disagree with that. I don't think the studios give a flying fuck about the fans. Because this Halo has nothing to do with the original Halo. And Star Wars, Disney was like, hey, Ryan Johnson, do whatever you want to. And then because of the backlash, they brought J.J. Abrams back to to bring in, like, just nonsense. Mm. So I don't think they give a flying fuck about that. I think I think some studios care about nerds. For, that's for, true. Who is this Halo made for? I don't. That's the thing is, I just don't know. I, I talked to a couple people who are Halo nerds, and I asked them, uh, did you watch this? And they go, I just don't care enough to watch it. And then the other ones are like, I don't just don't get this. Like, why did they make this like this? And I was like, I don't know. I, I don't understand it because I can separate my nostalgia from a new thing, but this is just like terrible writing and it is this nonsense. It just got renewed for season two. Obviously we will vow not to watch season two because I think one of the reasons that halo is surviving is because people have to see how bad it is. Like, everyone's hearing how bad it is, but there's, like, this little snicker of hope. Like, maybe, maybe it won't, like, maybe it's not that bad. And so they're getting the viewership, even if the viewership is vomiting while they watch. So the moral of this podcast is we're the UN 
SC, and then we're the fascists. No, no, we're the ones. Yeah, we're the fascists who are imposing our will by watching this, while the good people not watching Halo are the rebels because they're not watching it. They're all Korean. (laughs) (laughs) So it's our fault. So do, do do you think we'll even do you think we'll even come back for the the last five episodes? Oh, we have to. We're in this fucking deep. <laughs> Not if you're like, Dan and I with with Dexter. We dropped that shit and said fuck this. We have nothing to say about this show at all. Fuck this show. Maybe maybe if they're so like if it's still at this level of bad, we can just put out a tweet that gets canceled, and uh, just be at that. But. As of right now, the first half of Halo is, it's below dog shit. <laughs> because, like, it's 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 offensive with how bad it is. I think it's just boring, convoluted nonsense. It's not like some random show that you watch on Netflix and you go like, eh, whatever, you know. Eh, not my cup of tea. Some detective thriller that's boring, you know, but Netflix gave it the green light. This is like... The studio took something that has taken so long to get at, and and they not only like it's not like it's bad because they just underfunded it, it's bad because the writers nuked it, so it didn't even have a chance. They self sabotaged, which is like the most brutal part of this. It's kind of like Star Trek, where they have taken one of the most loyal fan bases. And actively made them hate their own IP. Disney did it with Star Wars. They've done it now. Paramount's done it with Star Trek. Like you hear a lot of Star Trek. I I used to know some Trekkies, and they don't identify as Trekkies anymore. But they've about damn near given up. But once again, who cares? Because who cares about the fans? Because if this gets enough subscriptions then loyalty doesn't mean anything. So so just fuck us because, like, I don't care. I'm not, like, next time you come over to my house, we'll play some more fucking Halo and we'll not, we won't talk about the TV show. So who cares what we think? Well, I will say I can't be Master Chief knowing what a racist fascist he he's. I can't, I can't, I, I will actively kill the Marines <laughs> because I know that they serve space hitler so all we're gonna do is just play halo and keep jumping off the ledge and just keep killing ourselves we're gonna try and help the covenant <laughs> <laughs> oh god um oh. um well we're still here thanks for listening please subscribe follow us on uh, social media we're now on youtube i'm sure this video will not last long on youtube so oh we're gonna be demonetized quick money but um thanks for listening um we don't recommend you listen to halo Watch Don't it. do it. Let us watch it until we'll watch you. it, and bitch, and then Don't I will immediately me. cancel my Paramount Plus subscription. Or if we get two more episodes in and say, "Fuck this, I don't care anymore," we'll cancel it, and then we'll talk about something else that we hate too. Yeah. The truth could bring us all down. There is something within us. Something sacred. Something worth protecting. Silver Team! On me! Um.
I kind of got a game if you want to try it out where you'll be a writer and you're pitching to the lead writer, but the lead writer is me as Joe Biden. Okay. And for Halo? Yeah. Uh, all right, all right, gang. We're we're, we're here to uh, watch the Halo Halo things. And uh, man, uh, where was I? Yeah, we're here for the space monkey that saves us, Mr. Biden, as the the head of uh, Paramount Plus. So my my idea for Halo, yeah, yeah, should be we get like this first person perspective of this badass Spartan. That has amazing weapons, and he is like the only he and his cohorts, this Spartan group, small group of them, because resources are very limited because we're at a war. We put our last hope in these like four Spartans to like defend the universe. So, so what do you think of like it's like kind of this really in depth action and excitement to like you know it's very patriotic for humanity that's our last chance to defeat these invading aliens. What do you think? So first of all. For, 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 First of all, thank you, young, young Jedi. Um, for first, first person is is, is the key because the, the the first person to 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 find the Spartans was a man. We 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 know this; it's written, and so we 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 follow the first person to to the end, and 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 resources are are critical. They're, they're the key platform because without resources, you can't you can't you can't resource anything. So, so follow the idea of the first man in search of his resources, and uh, and then you know this this reminds me of of a man I used to know. Who who is that man, Mister Biden? Uh. Okay. So uh, next question. I appreciate that feedback. So the idea of resources. Okay. 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 So so what if? The, um, the humanity is sending their Spartans into this alien planet that they know the Covenant is heading for, and they have to get there first and, and mine the resources. So the Spartans are going there first to clear it out and set up shop so that the um, the like the humanity sends their like their their like drill team in there to get that. What do you think of that idea for like you know tying in last hope resources and these resources are really important to the um, humans? That that's fine. That 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 that's fine. I'm so you have right there so so with the resources like you're saying is is they drill in into the mexican aliens now my, my problem is this is that they already have shops so they don't they, they don't need to set up up shops i was i was in tijuana as a young man uh visiting uh, a, a, a place called hong kong um now and i'm hong sorry kong. mr biden i'm not laughing at you i'm laughing at this <laughs> I'm laughing at this thing that's that happened yesterday that doesn't involve this at all. I apologize for my uh, insubordination. Come on, man! <laughs> and in Hong Kong, they they actually had 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 four women dressed up like Spartans, and uh, let's just say they they did drill my resources, and and I think that that is why America is great. Mr. Biden, I I I I, I appreciate the feedback, but. I don't understand why you're now William Clinton or ex CEO of Paramount. Because I cannot do impressions. <laughs> <laughs> Last question. Okay. Um, so I guess since there are some tensions between the United States and Mexico, we could make the aliens, um, Latin American aliens, maybe to kind of talk about the, the tensions in the past of, 
humanity between two people. So I guess we could deviate from what the fans want, and then maybe by the end, the Covenant and the humans see that we're not so different, you and I, and have to stop this entity called the Flood that is kind of mindless and destroying all the resources. What do you think of that? Speaking of mindless, oh God. space is so infinite. And 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 think about the word the, the word word space. Man, like there's so much of it. Yet we can't we can't agree to share it. That's crazy. You know what? I'm thinking I'm just going to tender my resignation and and give the the full writing credits to um Social Justice Sally over here. She'll handle it. She got you. Sally's nice. I, I know Sally. We used to work at Hong Kong together. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves. 